Hi, and welcome to the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Thompson. I'm a book lover, a chocoholic, and an INTJ living in a world filled with extroverts. I made this podcast to share my experiences and struggles as an introverted perfectionist and to bring the inner workings of an introvert's mind to introverts and extroverts alike. So grab a cup of tea and get comfortable. It's time to unmute. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I hope everyone is staying warm and probably under top blankets in the really cold Minnesota weather right now. It's like been below zero for this past like three or four days now, and it's just crazy. <laughs> it's supposed to get to like negative 20 this weekend. Ooh, that was so cold. Um, but yeah, also this weekend is Valentine's Day. Um, I personally don't care for Valentine's Day as a holiday, but I always love having an excuse to do something kind of a little special and, um, eat chocolate because I love chocolate. Um, so (laughs) yeah, uh, and I hope, you know, whether it's with friends or family or partner or just yourself, I hope that, you know, you'll take some time this weekend to maybe do something a little fun or a little special, kind of just treat yourself because, you know, you deserve it. And why not take it when they provide it to you, you know? <laughs> um, but kind of on this topic this week, Uh, We'll be talking about how introverts love in relationships, kind of generally, so with friendships and in families, and then talk more romantically. Um, The general will also touch on romantic stuff. The general is for any type of relationship, and then kind of focus more in on um, romantic relationships specifically. Um... So, yeah, let's just dive on in. Um, The first thing I want to say is that whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, so for everyone listening, it is always, 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 always so important to take the time to learn the love language of the people you surround yourself with. So friends, family, um, romantic relationships, any type of person that you are having a deep connection and relationship with, take the time to get to know their love language and get to know your love language as well. Um, I say this because knowing your love language and knowing other people's love language around you, it makes it so much easier to have better communication and to better understand the people around you and understand yourself even. Um, I'm going to give you an example. Uh, so one of my love languages is physical touch. And with that, I love to give hugs. I love hugs. Like hugs are so comforting and I could just give them all day. I could like sit in a hug for the rest of my life. Um, but my sister's Physical touch is not one of their love languages, and they do not like giving hugs. 
So with that, I'm just, you know, I'm aware of that. And so I'm being more mindful. Okay. Have I asked them for a hug today? Okay. If I have, maybe I shouldn't ask them again. If I haven't, maybe see if they look like they're in the mood to have a hug. You know, also just like not going up and giving hugs without asking because they really, really hate that. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm their older sister, so sometimes I use it against them when I just want to annoy them a little bit. But probably shouldn't do that. But since I'm their older sister, I'm, you know, it's okay, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, so knowing those things about people, so love language. Um, love language can be physical touch, it can be quality time, it can be acts of service. Um, there are two other ones that are not coming to mind for me right now, but there's a ton of quizzes if you want to go out there and take some, uh, just to kind of understand what your love language is, and you can ask the other people around you to take it too. They're usually very short, um, and so very very easy to just quickly take it and figure it out you may already know um but then once you know make sure you communicate those things because once people communicate them you can again understand better um my youngest sister she's she's really funny <laughs> our family kind of jokes with her that she has a cold heart because she doesn't show a lot of emotion often and so sometimes you're like, can't you just like say I love you or give me a hug or something, just show me some affection? And then um, I had asked my whole family to take uh, a quiz to find out what their love language was, and we found out that hers was acts of service. And I just like wanted to do like a. Uh, hand palm you know to my head because I was like as I think back she loves to cook dinner for our whole family um or she'll cook dessert she loves to like do things for us and I just never really thought oh this is her way of showing us that she loves us and I just felt so stupid I was like it makes so much sense but I had never considered it because for me, physical touch and quality time are my big um, love languages. And I was only kind of looking at it through my point of view and not hers. And so it kind of completely changed my perspective. Uh, so that's why it's super, super, super important to do those kind of things. Um, so for introverts in relationships, any type of relationship, um, who are, um, loving, like, you know, you love your family, you love your friends, you love yourself, you love a partner, maybe, um, for anyone in a relationship with an introvert, you probably know this, uh, but it takes takes introverts a lot of time to let people in and um 
kind of the best metaphor for this is that introverts are very similar to onions and they'll kind of like slowly peel back one layer and then another layer and they'll keep doing this um till you reach the center to reveal themselves so they'll reveal bits and pieces of themselves and um kind of slowly build a deeper relationship uh and this takes a lot of time and I, when I say a lot of time it, I mean a lot of time um when I transferred uh schools uh ninth grade it took me almost the entire school year to really build any type of friendship because <laughs> You know, I needed to, like, first kind of get the feel for certain people, understand their vibes, you know, and then slowly reveal myself. And, you know, as you peel back one layer after another, you kind of get more intimate. And when you reveal a more intimate part of yourself, you see how one reacts. And by that reaction, introverts kind of can say okay it's it's worth opening up another layer for this person or no i need to completely close up and so that's kind of the processes and you get this with each layer um so it can take a long time uh and you know there's very few people who actually reach the true center of an introvert and i say true center because introverts like to put in these false centers i have them and i'm sure a lot of other introverts do too to kind of give this perception that other people around them have truly gotten to know them so that they don't have to continue to reveal themselves um and i know this might kind of seem hmm I don't know how to put it. It might seem like they're trying to be distant or something, but it's just like when you meet someone and you say, okay, well, I don't want to fully open up myself to them because I can't trust them with who I truly am. And so you kind of just say, okay, you're going to stop here and I'm going to make you feel like, I'm going to make it seem like this is all there is to me um so you know (laughs) there are false centers but there are the select few who get to reach the true center and those people who reach the true center they will always have a place in the introvert's heart there's like like almost like no going back once you reach the true center you can't close back up um and this is true for pretty much the rest of an introvert's life and no matter what happens in that relationship so i have had friends who um i've gotten really close with and i've kind of let them reach that true center and um now we don't really talk anymore but they are still one of the most important people in my life and 
They will always have a place in my heart. I love them dearly and I wish them the very, very best. And I have no um, hard feelings for them. Like they, they were like a sister to me and they still like a sister to me, you know? And sometimes you just need that space before, <laughs> um, you know, you reconnect or maybe you don't, but there's always like, going to be that space for somebody and so that's what introverts have is like they kind of have that space once you reach a true center and you maintain that space um another thing for introverts who are in relationships where they love people is that well, this is kind of in ge- a very general thing, um, but I want to talk about this for relationships because it can be a little confusing, is that introverts just don't really like to be the center of attention. Like, almost never. <laughs> um, and because of this, it can be really difficult to talk about ourselves. Um, I know for me it is. I really don't. It's not that I'm uncomfortable. It's just like I don't care to talk about myself. Um, And again, this can kind of go back to the onion reference. Like, okay, slowly peeling back the layers. So you can kind of, at first, talking less about yourself. And then maybe talking more about yourself as you get deeper into the connection. Um, But, yeah, I've talked about this in... Uh, previous episode but introverts like to learn about other people so if we're always talking about ourselves then we are not really learning anything new we don't get to learn about other people and so we don't really care about that (laughs) Uh, and so introverts will often show interest by talking about others So I do this with my family, I do this with my friends, like I do this a lot. I'll be like, oh, what's your opinion? Or what do you think about this? Or what do you believe about this? Or what's going on in your life? Um, And kind of just get to understand them. And I'll probably share my opinions and my beliefs and the things going on in my life along the way. But putting a main focus on the other person because I want to learn about you and if you're someone who I'm in a relationship if I'm if you're my friend or if you're a family member or if I if you're my partner like you are someone I want to learn about deeply and I'm very curious and very interested in that and so I'm going to show it through that and by talking less about myself and why this may seem weird is because from The outside perspective, it may almost feel like the introvert doesn't want to open up um, or that they're not interested because a lot of the time people, they kind of judge where they are in a relationship with someone based on how much they know about someone or how much someone is willing to talk about themselves. But for introverts, they don't want to be that center of attention and they don't really care about talking about themselves. And so it's kind of a little counterintuitive for that. 
And so just being aware of that and knowing that. Um, obviously, the closer you are to an introvert, if you ask them about themselves, it's not like they're going to be like, no, no, we don't talk about me. We can talk about you, but not me. No, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I think this or this is happening or in my life or blah, blah, blah. And then obviously they're going to try and bring it back to you in some way. But they will share those things. So, you know, asking is always a great idea if you want to learn more about an introvert. Um, and so the last thing I have on kind of like the general list for introverts in relationships is that when introverts love someone, they are very willing to step out of their comfort zone for them. And by this, I mean, they're more willing to be extroverted. Um, so if, you know, you're like best friends with an introvert, you know each other super well, and you, know, you just have this really close connection, and you're like, hey, let's go to this party. Normally, if it was someone else asking, the introvert's gonna be like, no, thank you. I'll, um, I'll just stay in my room and I'll read for the night. You go have fun at the party then. But if you're this close friend and they say, hey, let's go to this party, then the introvert would be like, okay, yeah, I can do that because more than likely it's going to be a once in a while kind of thing. Um, and they're doing this for someone that they love and they care about and they want to be happy. So they're going to be more extroverted in this way. And this goes for any type of... Uh, large group or social gathering type of thing introverts will be more willing to attend those things um, and um, along with this is that often introverts will need less time to re-energize after being around people that they love and care about and they will be able to spend greater lengths of time with them and I've touched on this before in a previous episode um, but for example if I go to I don't know let's say when I went to school and I had to do some sort of study group kind of thing with people that I wasn't super close with and we did that for maybe an hour or two and we're talking and going over things and blah 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 after that I might need the rest of the night and the next day to just like recover from that um because it like drained me but when I'm with my family or when I'm with really close friends I can spend honestly well it kind of depends but I can spend at least a full day with them before needing to, like, spend some time by myself. And re-energizing might look more like a couple hours instead of a whole day. Um, so there's kind of just that more extroverted side of it. Being able to also gain energy from... The people you love and care about around you. Um, 
and with this introverts will also uh, be more aware of the extroverts in their lives um, who like to be in conversation all the time and so they might start small talk uh, with the people around them if kind of just like go silent so like normally an introvert would be like silence great I love it let me stay in this I don't want to talk kind of thing and an extrovert's going to want to start talking so they might start some small talk you know um but with people that an introvert loves and cares about they will start that small talk because they know that makes their loved one more comfortable and feel loved um and so they'll start this small talk but they'll usually smart start this small talk with the intention of digging deeper and going into a more deep conversation um I know I do this sometimes uh and this can be as simple as asking someone about their day and then they share something and you're like oh tell me more about this and um with my family these can lead to amazing tangents that you don't even know how you got there but they just like totally have nothing to do with what you started the conversation with so yes introverts will start the small talk but they always have in the back of their mind the intention of getting into a deeper conversation so that's kind of the things i have on my general list um i only have one thing really on the romantic list because introverts tend to be fairly consistent across relationships um, in the way that they show love um, and move into uh, loving connections. Um, so the one thing I have on my, my list for romantic relationships specifically is the introverts have this respect for individuality and i want to just point this out really quickly i put this on the romantic list specifically and not on the general one because i believe fully that in any type of relationship but i'll talk specifically about friendships and families that you should never try to change someone um, or force them to believe things that you believe in um, or any of that kind of thing there should always be this individuality there should you should always be yourself um, and never feel like you have to be someone else or something else for a friend or a family member um, and I say this because in romantic relationships uh it's a little more difficult to be drastically different uh, especially when it comes to things like beliefs because it puts a lot of strain on relationships and there's always kind of this need to compromise but compromising does not mean sacrificing your individuality and i think 
a lot of people know this. I hope a lot of people know this. But I know introverts truly value and respect this because they know they are unique and different and like to be themselves and don't want to change for anyone else. And they don't expect that from anyone else. Um, so in romantic relationships, introverts want their partners to remain truly to themselves and who they are. Um, and they do this by, you know, obviously introverts like having their own time. So they value this alone time in this space, um, for themselves and for their partner. Um, whether that's physically, um, or kind of just like, uh, hmm, like more emotionally, not emotionally necessarily, but just kind of like lifestyle wise. So, uh, like maybe you need your own group of friends. That's okay. You need your own activity to do on your own, like a sport or an art or a hobby or something that your partner doesn't partake in that's totally okay and I think those are things that introverts truly value and valuing the space and alone time does not mean that introverts are distant from their partner it just means that they understand that sometimes people need space and need to know that they are their own person apart from this relationship and that's okay because there are two people in a relationship. It's not a half and a half to make a whole. It's two people coming together. Um, so that's why it's so important, in my opinion. And I know that it's not necessarily true for everyone. But um, valuing that is a very big thing for introverts. Uh, especially since they often need it for themselves. Um, in addition to this respecting individuality is that introverts look to help their partner grow personally um, whether that might be um, in their career in their education in their spiritual life in their mental emotional life physical life whatever it is um, and it can obviously be more than one of those things but introverts want to help the growth of their partner so that they can expand and become the best and greatest version of themselves that they want to be. Um, in addition to this, introverts seek the same in return and they want to have a partner who will help them grow also in the areas that they desire to expand in. Um, so yeah um just briefly i have kind of like some things that introverts are attracted to in romantic relationships and uh the three big things are often intelligence and deep connection which kind of both stem off of these deep conversations that introverts like to have um introverts when you have deep conversation, they will build that deeper connection with someone and also engaging in deep conversation that kind of stimulates their brain so that they're thinking and 
uh, learning at the same time. And that's kind of where the intelligence parts come in. Um, and then also being attracted to patience. And this stems off of kind of how introverts slowly open up to people and someone who is patient and willing to wait to really get to know someone, um, especially an introvert, is a, such a beautiful thing. I love it. And someone who is patient like that is very attractive. Um, so yeah, that's kind of all I have. Um, before I end this episode, I do want to say that I really, really would love if you guys asked me questions. You have questions about introverts, you have questions about perfectionists, or kind of just um, any general question that you want to ask, I would love to answer it. Um, You can message me through my social media, which I will put the links in the description of this episode. Um, And... You know, I might turn some of them into episodes or I'll just message you back personally. Um, but whatever it is, you know, reach out to me and ask questions. I, um, you know, built this podcast to help people understand introverts and perfectionists. And uh, so, you know, if there's any questions that I'm not touching on yet that you want to know more about, go ahead and reach out to me. I would love, love, love to answer your questions. Uh, So on that note, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. Uh, If you learned anything or you enjoyed this episode, please go share it with a friend. And as always, have a good weekend. And I look forward to seeing you again next week on the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. (laughs) 